Famicast 28, your Famicast for September 2013. I'm your host, Danny Bivens, and today we have a whole episode primarily focusing on the Tokyo Game Show 2013, which just happened here recently in Japan. Um, The episode this month is a little bit different than previous months with TGS. Uh, We have the first segment, it's going to be actually James Charlton and myself, just kind of going over the events basically everything that I had played on the first day of TGS. And after that, Ty and I do a very short segment from the show floor talking about some of the stuff that he's played and what he had been looking forward to. And then after that, we're going to go ahead and actually have a bit of stuff with news. And Don's going to actually talk about some other things as well. And then we're going to talk about something about the future of the Famicast. So be sure to stay tuned to the the final part of the episode so that you know what's going on and enjoy the episode. segment of this episode. Uh, I'm James Charlton. I used to host this thing, and uh, <laughs> I'm with the current host, who's not hosting for this segment. Yes. That's Danny. Hello. So yeah, it would be fun for me to host this bit, because uh, I didn't go to TGS, and, uh, but Danny's here with me at my place mm-hmm. uh, after spending day two of TGS. Because you're too lazy to go to day one. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> With work, whatever that is. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, day two of the show floor, Dying will be telling us all about that. Uh, I'm totally new to this. I don't know what happened to the show. I didn't go, and I didn't read anything about it, so this is all new to me, so that should be interesting. So uh, yeah, let's talk about what Nintendo games were at the show, if there were any. Because uh, <laughs> I sent a trolley tweet uh, earlier in the week uh, about uh, there was a list of TGS games and there wasn't a single Nintendo one on the list. Mm-hmm. But that was an incomplete list, right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I can guarantee you that wasn't my list. Because <laughs> my list was made of only of things that were on Nintendo platforms. <laughs> no one in the world has that list. No, does nobody it? does. Nobody cares. <laughs> That's the thing. Sad but true. Yeah. So... Um, there were, Wii, were there Wii U, Wii U games? Yeah, there, there were a couple of Wii U games. Um, there were, you know, there were a lot, quite a few 3DS games, too. Same as the last year, then. A couple of Wii U games. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Actually, it was like, like from what I found on the show floor, mm-hmm. compared to maybe what they said was going to be there, mm-hmm. like, about the same. <laughs> um, okay. And they, uh, allegedly, they had Wii games there. <laughs> but uh, you know because uh, Tycho Drum must have seven no that's coming out of Wii U <laughs> there's, there's one coming out of Wii U but no but like, it like, thinks things like the Wii version of Skylanders and like Wii right. version of like Disney Infinity or something like that right. um, but I didn't even see them even though they didn't really say whether or not they're playable or right. not it's just weird 
but yeah. So you didn't seek those out. Not really, because I, I had a certain list of games, like, on my, on, of my list, I had another list of things that I knew that, you know, I need to try to play these things, because I think that, you know, you guys out there will be interested in some of this stuff, maybe some of the other stuff, not so much. <laughs> Does anyone care about Wii games? Seriously? No, I mean, <laughs> come on, I, I think last year I took the time to play, like, an Inazuma Eleven game on Wii. Right. It's actually <laughs> fun, as opposed to the DS games, which I thought were terrible. <laughs> It's but, funny, funny thing that the Wii was dead last year, and it's like, it's, yeah. but it's still around now. It's yeah. Like, yeah. I think it's just like bargain bin games from now on, isn't it, really? Pretty much. And yeah. Skylanders. Yeah. <laughs> it, Skylanders, okay, what really gets me about Skylanders, though, I mean, it's exclusive to Toys R Us, published through Square Enix. Which in Japan? The, yeah, in Japan. Wow. Which really limits <laughs> any potential for this thing, you know? you got Toys R Us near you, right? Yeah, there's Toys R Us in my town, but I mean... Not everyone's so lucky, or whatever you want to call that. <laughs> Get out, right? All you need is donuts and Toys R Us. Right? Yeah, we got the Krispy Kreme, Burger King, Toys R Us. We're good. <laughs> cool. So, um, what should we start with then? The Wii U games? Yeah. I... Or do you want to do it by publisher, or what do you want to do? Mm, well, first let's start out with yeah, let's start out with stuff that's on Wii U because I think. I only played one Wii U game, <laughs> and it, well, it's it's a little bit easy to talk about. And, and you had to trick the guy to exactly, to ex, you know, to say that you had a game on yes, Wii U. Yes, exactly. To admit he did. <laughs> yeah, because according to my list, the only games that should have been there for Wii U were Skylanders: Spiral's Adventure, not the newest Skylanders, like the first one. Mm-hmm. They made a special Wii U version just huh. for Japan. Huh. And Interesting. Um, I think it's yeah, I, I don't know, whatever. But um, then Disney Infinity, and then Sonic Lost World. Okay. Um, well, and so. guess which one of those you could find on the show floor. Um, Sonic, I guess? Yeah, that's right. So Sonic was there, you know, in the Sega booth, and um, they kind of had it split between that and the 3DS one. And um, I, I didn't play the 3DS one yet, you know, as of right now. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, it's it's kind of weird. It was like towards the end of the day, I was just tired. and <laughs> I don't know, just get... So is it Sonic Galaxy or is that for, you know for me too I, much credit for the I, for me Sonic that's, game. that's what it seemed like <laughs> to me. I, I had these really high expectations going in, and it just didn't seem like that to me. It, it's mm. is side scrolly the stage that I had played, and then like kind of moving around, putting you at like different angles and stuff like that. And you know you still had like the Sonic jumping and running fast and stuff like that. So that was okay. <laughs> Was there any running towards the camera moments? Uh, there was a couple of things where it seems like I had no control over Sonic, but I wasn't sure because I wasn't gonna like stop pressing <laughs> buttons because I I didn't know. So every like every other Sonic game, pretty much <laughs> I, Sonic Adventure. Then yeah, I mean I think <sighs> you know after E three I think some of the guys on maybe RFN I, I think Michael Cole had written up impressions for both 3DS and the Wii U version. Um, I read Brave them. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> I read them back at the time, but I really don't remember what he said. <laughs> but I remember just the you know, like you said, like people saying this is Sonic Galaxy, mm-hmm. you know, and I just really wasn't getting the feeling from that. I mean, maybe I should just play the demo again tomorrow. Um, I think that's what Sega wishes. I think that's what they want them people to think, right? Yeah, this is, you're not going to get Mario Galaxy. So you know, this here's Sonic Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I could I could kind of see it in a way, but. Uh, like I said, just, it just didn't seem like it's as refined, not, nowhere near as refined as something like Galaxy. Sure, I mean, sure, sure. It's a Sonic game. It's yeah, f- fighting, <laughs> fighting enemies in like 3D Sonic games have always been terrible, in my right. opinion. It's just not fun. It's just like, 
just really kind of just stops the action of what you're doing. Yeah. I don't know. But it's one of the, just it's just a game that I just never understand. <laughs> Sonic the the appeal of Sonic, the I, gameplay of Sonic, I just don't get it. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> some people like it. A couple of months ago, I mean, I record, I reviewed uh, 3D Sonic the Hedgehog on 3DS, which is I don't think it's out in the West yet. It's because Sonic did 3D Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, Sega did a bunch of like 3D classic type of games, oh, basically, okay. like altered based and. <laughs> so it's Sonic One in yeah, 3D. Sonic One in 3D. Okay. And you know, it looked great and it was fine, but I don't know. I just found out that I really don't like Sonic that much <laughs> from playing that. And I knew that in 1995. <laughs> but there you go. It takes some people longer. Yeah, you know, I really like Sonic Adventure. I always like that game. As as weird as that is, I guess, but, but yeah, that, that's uh, pretty much it for Wii U. Um, so Sega, Sega had a big presence as usual, but yeah, and they actually had a pretty decent sized booth. Um, what was the main? I mean, obviously, Sonic wasn't the headline game, right? Yeah, they the new uh, game in the Yakuza series. Ah, right. Yuga Gotoku. The one based in Edo. Yeah, it's like it's the new one that's going to be on PS4, PS. Three, and it's yeah, it's based in like Edo period, but it's supposed to be basing it using like the main character from the series, like his face, but making him like a historical character. I forgot that I forgot the name. Pretty much guaranteeing it'll never come out in the West. Probably. <laughs> I don't think the the previous samurai period one did. No, it didn't. So no, no chance of that one. So yeah. that was their headline game, was it? I think that might have been it and they had like there's some new Hatsune Miku games which I'll talk about a little bit actually I'll, I'll save it a little bit later okay. but um yeah actually one cool thing I was telling James about this earlier and if you follow me on Twitter maybe you saw this in the middle of your day or in the <laughs> middle of your night but um Nagoshi the guy who's behind like you know the Yakuza series I'm just walking around the Sega booth and like oh whoa that's him. <laughs> so, he's the guy from Nintendo Direct. Yeah, he's that guy. Just like a Yakuza. <laughs> <laughs> that mean I will call the douchebag. <laughs> All right. But, you know, I was like, hey, cool. I'm going to go, like, say something to this guy. Did he get his autograph from Minori? <laughs> I signed my digital copy of Yakuza, and I'm giving it to Minori tomorrow. <laughs> no, but, you know, I, I worked up the courage to talk to this, you know, famous guy that only nerds, some nerds know about, <laughs> and, you know, I was like, hey, you're Nagoshi, and he's like, yeah, he's <laughs> like, yeah, I'm a fan of, you know, Yakuza 1 and 2, and I thought about saying something like, yeah, I'm one of the, you know, 4,000 people that bought it here in Japan, but I thought he that should might know, He should know all of you by name, shouldn't he? <laughs> Technically. He should, he should be proud, he should be like, you're number 381. Exactly, probably. <laughs> and, dude, it was really weird about him, though, like, okay, because he is totally, like, Japanese dude bro, which... Mm -hmm. That's fine, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. So are you. Yeah, yes, I'm a Japanese dude, bro, that's white. And <laughs> but, uh, dude has, like, the whitest teeth. It's, it's just, like, I don't know, it's, it's really weird. But um, He sleeps with it, like, bathed in, um, like, acid or something. Yeah, I sleep with it bathed in Coca-Cola. Maybe that's why my teeth are brown. <laughs> Too much bleaching. Yeah. But um, anyways, that's pretty much all the Wii U stuff that I'd played as of right now. Like I said, there were supposed to be a couple of other things, but I didn't see anything. And same with Wii stuff. Um, I mean, it, it could have just been this, maybe I just misread the site or just it just had it labeled really terribly. I think TGS is a very good kind of filter to show you just how little Nintendo has. Because like, <laughs> if you take out the first party, because obviously Nintendo don't go to TGS, you yeah. take out the first party games, and you take out the Western dude bro shooty games. Mm -hmm. There's nothing. 
Yeah. Basically, <laughs> there's Sonic. Yeah, <laughs> that's I mean, all they have this year. Call of Duty Ghosts did have a presence at the show, oh, yeah. but it was right. sp- sponsored by like Monster Energy Drink. <laughs> you're just waiting for the bag of Doritos to yeah. You're just waiting for the bag of Doritos to fall on your head or something, you know, rain down from the sky. But so they were. It was only playable on Xbox. But I, I don't even think they had it playable at all. Oh, really? so I'm okay. pretty sure it was video. only just video because they have like this whole section for it. Yeah, they've done that in the past. Like they, I remember there was like a snowmobile, mm-hmm. like. <laughs> set up on was it like Modern Warfare Two or something like that? Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was playable. Oh yeah, 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 tombs, yeah, yeah. So probably the same kind of thing. They got the big theater, right? Is it Square it, Enix? No, no, it was like so, separate from Square Enix, like yeah. in a completely different hall, actually. Too, it was so weird. It's most people listening to this thing is weird to think why is Call of Duty in Square Enix? <laughs> but there you go. Yeah, that's Japan. Yeah. Um, so. So what do you want to talk about next? So, next publisher uh, or next? Um, no more Wii U guys. There's basically no more Wii U, no more Wii stuff. So then that, that's Is there a Wii U game you want to play tomorrow? Uh, I don't think so because I, <laughs> I really don't care about Skylanders because, well, I can get it. It's in my town. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and exclusive. same with Disney Infinity. I mean, this stuff, it's maybe kind of fun, but I don't want to like sink in tons and tons of money on just toys that are laying around. I have enough useless crap laying around my apartment. How do you think Disney Infinity will fare in Japan? I don't know. They love Disney. They love toys. That's true. But I guess, yeah, I was talking with the guy at the show floor about, like, you know, Japanese pricing on stuff and how things, companies get away with pricing things higher. And it doesn't matter because Japanese people pay it. Like, you know, games have these premium prices, toys sometimes too. And I don't know. I mean, as long as it's competitive and not like you know, you know, fifty bucks for one figure or something. Was Skylanders popular here? It just Skylanders just, just released like in July. Right. Okay. Like seriously, like almost two years. They later. started with the second one. No, they started with the first one. Oh, they did. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. If I'm wrong <laughs> out there, you can correct me and ridicule me. Yeah. <laughs> we need a hashtag for that. <laughs> Bivens fail. I, yes. I think that's the one I usually use. That's one my mom uses when she talks to me. <laughs> okay, interesting. But um, yeah, for 3DS stuff, I mean, there was according to my list, <laughs> which I uh, which you wrote with which, your hand, which I wrote which with my hands, wrong. and also it's on the website too. You, you you should have seen it because you're following everything I do very closely. <laughs> Probably not. That's I did fun. look at the list of TGS games, and I didn't know any of them. Yeah, a lot. I, I of didn't. I didn't recognize it, almost a single name in that list. But, mm-hmm. as, as opposed to like the past at least two or three, four years. I mean, yeah. Monster Hunter doesn't really have... It's been like blah, 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 Monster Hunter, blah, 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 mm-hmm. Ace Attorney, yeah. blah, 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 something else, right? But I mean, this, it was like blah, blah, blah. I didn't understand yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, Monster Hunter was there. There's like a new smartphone <laughs> Monster Hunter game. It's, I think it's called Monster <laughs> Hunter Smart. <laughs> oh, God. And I saw it at the Capcom booth. But I, you know, whatever. Why do Japanese people name things? <laughs> they shouldn't be allowed to name things <laughs> for the sequel. Oh God, <laughs> we're going to have that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess on that note, you know, Bravely Default. It's, oh yeah. Um, great game came out last year. I played for a little bit, and actually, Matt Walker and I did a really good segment of that last year, I think like a 30 minute segment, I think in November episode, talking about it, and he played it for like 90 hours, and it was, it was just incredible, and they're going to be doing, from what I gather, a re-release of the game here in Japan, using some of like the, I guess, sound stuff that they're recording for the English version, essentially adding in like English voices, and maybe like refining the game a little bit, 
They used to call them the international versions, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. So it's Final Fantasy, things right. like that, right? So, but I don't know. It's just so weird, because like, the way they had this on their website, it's called Bravely Default for the sequel. And you're like, okay, something about a sequel? <laughs> but it's like, not really. It's just That's the weirdest thing. Yeah, I, I don't know who is in charge of naming these things at Square Enix, but they might need to stop. The same guy who's always worked there, <laughs> and he's an idiot. Kingdom Hearts 482 <laughs> and 3 fourths. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, he's still only taken two English lessons <laughs> in 20 years. <laughs> He'll get there in the end. Uh, well, we'll see. <laughs> Flying fairy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> But so did you play that? The, no, because there's really a nothing. Uh, it's Square Enix's booth with Nintendo stuff. I mean, they had actually they had a couple of really well. They had one really cool thing that I did get to play, and um, that being the sequel to Theatrhythm Final Fantasy. All oh, right, you love that, right? Yeah, aptly titled Theatrhythm Final Fantasy Curtain Call for the sequel. For, for the sequel. <laughs> Two, two colons. Two, yeah, <laughs> thirty three hundred eighty five and two fourths over six. <laughs> yeah, and. <laughs> But, what you know, I, I really loved the first game. I absolutely loved it. I played it for 60 hours or so. and You got a lot of DLC? I got almost all the DLC for wow. it. So I spent, like, you know, probably... $9,000 on it. About, about 9,000 yen. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe more. But, um, yeah, I really, really loved the game. Uh, just I thought everything about it was great. But my biggest complaint about it was that, you know, all of the stuff in the game when you're doing the songs that's touch based that's fine you know you're tapping the touch screen and moving the stylus around and stuff that's okay but when you're navigating menus you have to use like the touch based menus and sometimes they're like a little I don't know it's just, it just takes a little bit more time as opposed to just flipping through with like a circle pad or... do you have to touch and drag to like slide things no it's, there's usually like a button or something you press the button like right, to go right okay. and scroll through the stuff right, right, right. it never seemed like it was something you could go through quickly so it was kind of annoying, and I, I, I guess that Square Enix must have listened to only me, <laughs> exclusively. That one email you wrote. Yeah, yeah, it's like, they read my review, and they really took it to heart, the guys in Japan. <laughs> yeah. No, so, but, is this a sequel, or is this like a DLC, old DLC in one? This is, a, I'm pretty sure it's officially a sequel. Okay. And so it's 60-odd new songs. Kind of. Yeah, there's like new songs, I think there's, there's, I know there are quite a few returning songs, too. Okay. And um, one of the biggest things about the game that they don't have, they didn't have at the show floor, was I guess there's a two-player battle mode. I, they were talking about it, but then I could have swore that was in the original one. I don't know. <laughs> so I might. Ma- ma- but haven't we run out of Final Fantasy songs by now? I mean, oh. they had every single Final Fantasy game. Not um, all of them, because there's a lot still. You know, well, some of the stuff that's come out since, like 14 and. Well, the real version of it, I guess. <laughs> and, 14.4. Mm-hmm. And even stuff like, I guess, PSP exclusive, like Final Fantasy Zero or whatever okay. the heck it's called. You know, just a bunch of crap like that, or songs. I mean, even though they did have a good representation from all of the Final Fantasies. Wasn't so now we're into, like, Final Fantasy, you know, offshoots, you know. Final even, Fantasy Game & Watch. <laughs> yes. Final Fantasy, <laughs> you know, microwave oven timer. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Yeah. They did have like a good song from Advent Children, the Final Fantasy VII like CG movie. Oh, if you're God. into that, I like that. <laughs> I don't know why, but I watched the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, they, you know, they have stuff like that. But the the biggest change to this game is the fact that they added you know support for touch based. Well, no, not not for button based controls okay. throughout the whole game, not just for menus, oh, right, okay. for actually for the songs too. 
So they can make a Vita version later. <laughs> Probably. Could be. Um, no, but it, it, you know, it's, doesn't, it's not too terribly different from, you know, the touch stuff. Well, I mean, I get it is, but it isn't. <laughs> like, you know, just to... It looks the same, but you it looks control exactly, it differently. Yeah, it looks exactly the same with the notes going across the screen and whatever. But, but um, you never really had to do much with the up and down on the touch screen anyway, right? It yeah, was just, like, general... There's a... What is it called? Bad, not battle music. Field music stages, the right. FMS, as they call them. And um, the thing is, when you're doing those, you're, you're moving the stylus, like, up and down yeah. to match, like, this little path that your character is taking or whatever and um, to, now to do that instead of if you opt to do it you can just use the slide pad to kind of go slightly up and down up and down and whatever okay. and then yeah to just for simple taps you just press like A and it just does that and if it's something where you have to hold well, you just simply hold A and if it's like an up or down left right whatever you just use the circle pad and just flick that in the direction hmm. so you know I tried both methods and um they, they seem just fine. They work great. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, what's up next? Well, um, after that, well, that wasn't. I think that wasn't quite the first game I played, but you know, it's definitely probably my favorite. By the way, wasn't there going to be a Dragon Quest? Theater was in Dragon Quest. No. Was that a rumor? Or I never heard that, and okay. it def definitely wasn't there. Or maybe that was just a, a fan request. <laughs> <laughs> could yeah. be. Could be. Anyway. Um, Fair enough. Now, after that, you know, um, a game that I was kind of interested in, I don't know why, after I played it. <laughs> <laughs> I love these kind of games. <laughs> no, it's... Did it involve touching men on the touchscreen? Uh, not like massaging. It could no. It may be. I haven't got that far. <laughs> um, no, and actually, they've been talked about this a little bit on RFN before, too. Um, Puzzle and Dragons. Um, oh, God. They made yeah. the 3DS version. Yeah, the 3DS version is going to be coming out in December, I believe, and it's going to be like probably like 40 bucks or something, maybe 35 bucks. And you still have to pay for like each turn of the, <laughs> the spin of the wheel. Probably. No, but it's, I mean, it's... You get 40 free spins because you paid $40 for it. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and after that, you have to keep uh, paying. Wouldn't <laughs> surprise me. But this, this was the game that was... Part, it was at one point, it was... a broke Japanese law by having the, um, the what they call a complete gacha, where it means uh -huh. that you, you have to get five items to have a chance to spin to get a super rare item. So it's like five random encounters, then you have to get five different cards to get the opportunity to get a rare card. Uh -huh. And that was made illegal. And you can't, you can't do that now. You can't <laughs> randomize the thing to get another random item or something like that. It's <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> this game is very, very successful here in Japan, yeah. and you know, I was really, I was really surprised when I went up to the Gung Ho booth because, I mean, I don't know a lot about Gung Ho Entertainment and stuff, but I know, obviously, you know, <laughs> I've never heard them until now. <laughs> <laughs> Puzzle and Dragons—that's the biggest thing that they got going for them. And I mean, you know, they're probably trying other things too, but I mean, they're trying to milk this thing for all it's worth, and they should. But like know. a Japanese zinger. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, but just with one popular game, <laughs> but. I was really surprised because I went to the booth. Well, it was huge, massive, and they, God, man, I don't even know how many demo units they had. I mean, it was. I, I took a picture, and maybe if you look at your screen right now, if I'm not being lazy, you can see <laughs> the 3ds one had that many. Yeah, there was a ton of people, like a ton of just well, girls for like every single unit almost, <laughs> and then just you know, just tons of units just there and tons of people to play them. And Did you, you played this. I played it and. 
it was weird because I just went up, I was going to get in the line, and then they're like, oh, hey, bro, you need a ticket. And I'm like, what? <laughs> really? And they're like, yeah, but you can just, I just had to walk back like a couple of steps and just get a ticket. And I, yeah, I don't even know exactly how they're doing it, but I know last year with, and the year before with Monster Hunter, and it was like, you get these tickets usually at the beginning of the day for a certain time slot throughout the day. It's like Disneyland. Kind of. <laughs> and But this one was weird because it was like, I got there at like 1 o'clock and I was trying to do that and they're like, yeah, you gotta get a ticket. And the ticket was for like a one fifteen start. So like, oh, okay, well that's not bad. <laughs> so I, you know, I hadn't eaten lunch yet and I was like, I don't know if I want to just <laughs> play this game, <laughs> you know, but. You don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I think there's a lot of people that can get into this type of a game. It's just like a simple puzzle game where when it, at its basics, you're moving around these different colored orbs and you're matching three in a row. And, you know, the, the more you match, and then, on the, well, okay, that's happening on the touch screen. On the top screen, on the 3DS, you're fighting monsters. And the more combinations and stuff like that that you get, the more damage you deal out to these monsters. And there's even, I think, after you build up so many times, you can use a special skill attack and stuff right, like right. that. Well, Jonesy's talked about this on RFN, hasn't he? Yeah. The iOS so, and yeah, if you want to play this game, you can. You can play it for very cheap, like a dollar or two. For a dollar, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I this is like a really weird kind of redundant thing, for especially God, if for, they have DLC or paid something paid inside that, that would be evil. God, <laughs> man. I, I just don't... I mean, yeah, I know people in Japan are crazy about this game, but I don't... Uh, maybe I just underestimate like, what people well, are willing like to do. It was like Theatrhythm. Well, Theatrhythm came out first on 3DS, right? Mm -hmm. But then they did like a... It was the, it, everything. You had to pay for everything. For yeah, that. yeah. I think it was free on iOS, but then you had to pay for every song. Yeah. So that... I mean, you got two songs. Or something <laughs> like that, right? Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think... Mm, I don't know if it's going to be a big hit because anybody in Japan could play this on any platform that they already have. Well, smartphones or, you know, tablets... Right. Stuff like that, so I don't know what the point is of this. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I guess that about does it for uh, <laughs> Puzzle and Dragons. I, I was really hoping it would just be more than what it was, but I was disappointed. What's the abbreviated name to call it? Puzzle. Puzzle or something. Puzzle. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I know you guys out there, the few of you out there that know this, you're like, oh my god, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah, I, I really forgot. Don't really care. <laughs> but, um, anyways, um, after that, so, I mean, that was Gung Ho's booth, like their only game. <laughs> I just called it the Puzzle and Dragons booth. I think yeah, we should have. Like, was know, Gree there? Oh, yeah, Gree had, like, a big, I think I saw somebody tweet something. It's like, Gree had, like, negative people in their booth. Nice. <laughs> because, nice. I mean, especially on the business days, like, most people don't. Yeah. You don't want to play this stuff. They'd probably just rather go to their boring meetings. <laughs> I remember, like, when I first went to TGS, like, you know, eight years ago or something, like, the mobile phone games were such a small part of mm -hmm. it. And it was like, I just never understood, why do people go to TGS to play a mobile phone game, you know? It's yeah. Like, and then it just got slowly bigger and bigger with each year. And yeah, it's like, a... Gree, one year, Gree was, like, half of TGS. Yeah, I mean, Green like, has a huge booth it's really big and i think it's like ridiculously so because i mean oh, well you know i still haven't been to the public day this week obviously because it's tomorrow <laughs> but i have no idea how many people are going to be in there but i think it's just it's too big it's, yeah. it's, i mean really do we need all this space for this but it's like blackberry being at e3 <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what are you doing here <laughs> yeah 
but um, at any rate, because actually uh, kind of close to the green booth was Capcom's booth, and nice. I, you know, for the past couple of years, Capcom has had a mm. huge, like, elaborate booth, and it's monster been Hunter, full right? of Monster Hunter yeah. stuff, and it was just there's, always... There's no Monster Hunter this year? No, just that Monster Hunter smart. <laughs> the, the Monster Hunter 4, because it's out, yeah. not worth and into it. I think, you know, they had taught, or announced that Monster Hunter Frontier G is coming to the Vita... The that's coming to Wii U. Coming to the Wii U and PS, the PS3. It's already on PC and 360 here. But um, yeah, it's coming. <laughs> actually, too, you know, because Capcom distributes or publishes uh, GTA here, so Grand Theft Auto V was actually at the show. The Wii U version? Yeah! Only in Japan. Yeah! <laughs> no, so that was there. But um, the, the game that I was kind of interested in is a new IP, I think. <laughs> From uh, Cap- Capcom, it could be an anime, or it could be a game that is made into an anime. I, I don't, I don't, I need to check my facts on this. <laughs> but um, it's called Geist Crusher. And now, before you get your hopes up, <laughs> so, it's, a to Geist? <laughs> it's not a sequel to Geist. It's a prequel. No, <laughs> just kidding. No, but um, no, this is like an anime-inspired type of game where you okay, like one of the big sticks for the game is like they're gonna have these little toys and these little covers that can cover up like your 3DS. So there's three Skylanders games with the it's, ki- it's kind of like a Skylanders thing except for they can't do anything in the game from what okay. I can tell. So like, just put it next to your 3DS and yeah, look at it. But okay, here's what it is because this, this thing goes on the outside, clips on, and then you can get these little disc-like things mm-hmm. that can fold out into like these monsters from mm-hmm. this game. And then you can fold them back into this disc and they like screw on to the case. So oh, the 3DS? To the 3DS to this case that's like hooked right. on to the 3DS. So it's like the that Pokemon threat uh, kind of kind, thing. Kind of, but it's like, this is just like an aesthetic thing. It's not, oh, for, it's okay. not like a... It doesn't do anything. I'm, as far as I know, it's not a practical thing. It's not a Circle Pad Pro. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> the but, figures. Yeah, if you look at your screen right now, you could probably see it. And um, So yeah, it's just like a little toy. Oh, there it's, it is. Yeah, let's see it. And it's just like a little toy thing, but... um. Kinichiwa. Future Danny interrupting here for a second. Actually, these toys can be used in the game. Uh, they can be used to give your character some like increased power and stuff like that. So, yeah. But anyways, back to the show. Mini-san! So what, it, what kind of game is this, it? This, is this, it a Skylanders Disney Infinity game? Or? Not even close okay. from what I... Well, at least from what I can tell from the demo. But um, at the demo... At the, at the booth, they had two different versions for the uh, 3DS that you can play. You can play a single player, and you can play a multiplayer. And I think it's up to four players, multiplayer, like, locally. And uh, I, I just did the single player, because I just wanted to get the hang get the hang of, like, the combat and stuff like that. But it's third person. Like I said, it's, like, anime style. And, it, oh God, and I'm just kind of blanking on the visuals if it's cel-shaded. I think it, I think it's, like, cel-shaded. Um, it, it reminded me a lot of... What was shown last year at E3, E3 at uh, Tokyo Game Show, uh, X Troopers, the Capcom game that right, never right. <laughs> is going to leave Japan. So it could be based on. It could that be, engine, yeah, it right? could be the same engine, just kind of like you know. Because that sold nothing here. Right? Yeah, it sold like shit. I um, sold that for like a thousand yen a week after its release. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing about it, it's a cool game. The yeah, controls are great. Cool. It's it's really fun, and I, you know, from what I played of this game, I think it's it's pretty fun. Um, Basically, you at the start of each well at the start of the demo, you can choose like a different class of character, and they're usually based on colors and like they have different weapons. And mm-hmm. the first one I chose is a guy that had like a sword. And I guess one of the big things about this is that you can like first of all, you're just walking around, you have like no weapons, 
And then if you press Y, you'll pull out like your big ass sword, and you can start like pounding people and stuff like that. Um, but you can press like the L button to do something. If I could read my writing, <laughs> Danny's got incredibly detailed notes of what every button does. But yeah, well, written so poorly he can't read it. <laughs> well, I was like trying to write and do this at the same time. No. <laughs> you were you writing this while you were playing the game. Yeah. <laughs> Because I wanted to make sure I don't forget anything. <laughs> is that so crazy? <laughs> no, but, um... So, yeah, L is like a lock-on mechanism. You're locking on to enemies. It does sound like really similar to EX. Yeah, exactly. I think there's like a reskin. You said it's got four players? Yeah, four players. Yeah, yeah. troopers. But that was... They did three. Well, whatever, right? It's Completely got the, different. It's got the, you know, the links up player, yeah. right? Yeah, but I mean, the, the, diff, the main difference here is that if by pressing, like, the R button, you change forms. <laughs> you can change it to, like, a big fucking monster. <laughs> it's okay. like an anime, like, robot dog. Okay. It's huge. Oh, it's totally different, then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, the idea is like, the same, except for the big robot dogs and stuff like that. But, you know, you can... Oh, like, it's good. I mean, I'm not complaining. They yeah. should reuse that engine. Yeah, 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 definitely. They didn't make any money from it the first time. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Reuse it again. So it seems like, I mean, I, I could have swore I saw something about this becoming an anime and coming out soon or something. So I could see, if this gets popular with kids, how a game like this could be, you know, a big seller, or at least a relatively decent seller. I don't get the figure thing, though. Why would you attach figures to your 3D? I don't either. Like I said, it's not when it's attached. It's just like a little kind of, like, seat. It's like a diorama. Well, you you saw it earlier in the podcast. You saw saw the picture. (laughs) Oh, it's still there. There it is. Yeah, no. um, Okay. The thing is, like, it's... It's like the translucent, like, N64 color type of things, but it just falls into monsters. It's just (laughs) bizarre. But, um... No, it's it's fun. I got my ass kicked by, like, all the bosses and stuff like that. And, um... So it looks good. Plays alright? Yeah, plays alright. It's pretty decent. Is it online? Is it not online? I don't think it's online. If it's not online, then it's definitely (laughs) X-Troopers. Because I grilled the producer last year, and he was like... Oh, if you want the online, play the PS3 version. Uh, <laughs> screw you. Yeah. No, but I mean, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I, I, maybe tomorrow, if I can, I'm going to try to get in and play the multiplayer version just to see you know, what it's like, how it could compare to last year playing X-Troopers multiplayer, because I sure as hell wasn't playing that with anybody else when I bought the game. <laughs> so weird. I mean, you have such a niche game that no one buys. It's like you have to have online, otherwise you're never going to find anyone to play with that game. Yeah, no kidding. So... I'll have download play, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um, that's a positive. Yeah, that's no, that, that was that's a lot of... That was original lot of, 3DS game. That's yeah. Probably what would come out in the West. <laughs> yeah. And the AX Troopers didn't, right? No, not, not even close. Because the way they programmed it, all the text was like yeah. uh, images and not, yeah, not was, text. Right, so exactly. they couldn't translate it. Exactly. But like, um, what was it? The, uh, what's that? Fighting game. It wasn't a fighting game. It was a strategy game. With, oh, Cross Zone. Oh yeah. Um, they didn't translate that. Yeah. It just and they just brought it over. You know, put it on the eShop. They should yeah. do that for EX Troopers, right? I know, but Start I think like that, ten bucks. You know, that yeah. would be all right. Yeah. Hmm. Just translate the title screen. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know, I, I've been wanting to correct something that somebody had said on RFN a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. This tank game on the 3DS, Kokuga, um, came out. You know, not too long ago, I think over the summer in America. Mm-hmm. It's like a tank game from the creators of like Ikaruga and Oh yeah, I think Lindy played it, right? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. yeah. I bought it last year when it came yeah. out in Japan. And they the were box version. <laughs> the box version. Because 
you know, I think everyone was saying, I think it came out digitally in Japan. No, it has never came out digitally. Like um, Guild. Yeah, well, well... Guild did eventually did. come out, on, but yeah. it wasn't it at first. At first. But no, this, this fucking piece of shit... <laughs> You made 5000 Yeah, I paid like 50 bucks for this bastard. Jesus and Christ. I was so disappointed in that game for 50 bucks. If I paid like 5 bucks for it, I'd be like, all right, cool. <laughs> you know, but man, this is 10 times too much. But anyway, I don't even know why I thought of that. <laughs> but, um, there you go. Yeah, one of the next games I played that I actually had a pretty favorable opinion of is uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris, which is going to be coming out in the 3DS. And it's. Exactly. Never heard of this. <laughs> well, it's exactly what you would think it would be. It's Puyo Puyo and Tetris. I'm, I mean, it's it's being being published by Sega. Well, N sixty four had Doctor Mario and Tetris, right? Did they? Yeah, it was, I think it was on the same cartridge. Or oh, okay. I think it was. I mean, it could have yeah. been Versus. I can't remember. Uh, I don't know if you had to play only Tetris or only Doctor Mario, but hmm. you're saying this one you can play this basically different yeah. games against each other. Exactly, because um, you can play multiplayer. Uh, Guess maybe at least up to another person, but um, you know, I was playing against a computer, and basically you choose whether you, whether you want to play Puyo Puyo or you want to play Tetris. And since I'm not really that familiar with Puyo Puyo, I just played Tetris. And as far as I can tell, what it did, because I was too busy looking at most of my pieces and trying to figure that stuff out. But uh, you know, as soon as you like eliminate like decent sized chunks of your right. pieces you send like the stuff over to the other guy and then it's just like a just a versus mode so it's very simple but I mean it's it's just an interesting concept you send grey puyo puyos to the yes green exactly green. and he was sending you know grey Tetris blocks to my thing right. so but um, no yeah. it, it was really fun I, I enjoyed it because I, I mean I, who, the, who the hell doesn't like Tetris you know and I guess Japanese people just absolutely love puyo puyo so Maybe Americans during the Cold War. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Everyone loves Tetris. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. That was actually, so. That's going to be a, a cartridge game. Well, probably cartridge and downloadable. Both. You know, it's it's a folding price retail game. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> it's much. Not like there's one going to be cheaper. Yeah. Is it? Actually, you know, you'd be surprised. Like actually, recently here in Japan on the eShop, there's a bit of a difference in the prices of the physical and the digital. If you're going to tell me it's like 4,080 and then 4,090, you know. Well, no, no, not like that (laughs) small. But it's sometimes like, you know, 500 yen off, like five bucks off. Um, But then again, that's like taking it off of the the suggested, essentially the suggested retail price, which when you go to a store, it's never, unless you go to Toys R Us, (laughs) it's never that price. It's usually about 800 to 1,000 yen cheaper, like 8 to 10 bucks cheaper. So you're still getting a better deal getting the physical version in Japan. Yeah. But... I, I'm, I can't remember who it was, but somebody tweeted a picture of one of the download cards for, mm. um, I think it was Monster Hunter 4, yep. and, it, and it said, like, reduced price, and it had, like, you know, 4,900 crossed out, mm. and it was 4,880. It's like 20 yen off. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Fucking fuck you. Instead of the cartridge, you get a piece of card. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. <laughs> On that note, have you noticed that, I don't know if it's the same for what you where you live, but here, just around the corner, the Seven Eleven, they got this, like, a full section of, like, every, like, current first-party uh, first um, games as download cards. Hmm. Like, yep. all the Mario games, they got Donkey Kong, you know, all those kind of things. You can just buy the download cards, Seven Eleven. So I know, like, it, well, my Seven Eleven, the one that I usually go to, it's not that big, and they don't even have M&Ms, goddammit. <laughs> Important thing. Yes, but um, aside from that, no. I mean, their their selection of downloadable games is 
kind of sparse. They usually have like the newest stuff. I think we should go tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Buy some games. Yeah. <laughs> sure, but the hell not. They're so much cheaper. <laughs> Ten yen off. Yes. What am I going to McDonald's or something with a coupon? I mean, you know. um, yeah. So you it's know, TGS, right? Your TGS is the thing. Um, so there's a couple other games I want to talk about that I played. Um, another one from Sega that. Mm. Uh, I'll, I'll save that for a little bit later because I actually enjoyed that. Okay, <laughs> but um, I don't give two shits about it. Okay, uh, <laughs> some people might. Don Cookman, maybe. Yes, Don <laughs> definitely cares, and uh, yeah, I might care too. But um, before that, um, there's a new game that was kind of announced back earlier in the summer from Sega. Uh, it's an RPG. It's called Hero Bank, and the idea is Hero Bank. <laughs> Bank. The idea is that. Uh, your heroes and you're making money. It's I don't know. It's really bizarre. I'll exp- kind of explain the demo. So just like real life, <laughs> just like real life. Garrett. You start out in elementary school, just like I do every day. <laughs> don't ask. <laughs> and for whatever reason, you're talking to your friends, and it's like blah blah blah. It's kind of boring. And then all of a sudden, they're like, "Yeah, you should go talk to the security guy at your school." And you're like, "Okay." And then suddenly, he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna fight now." <laughs> you're like. Digitally transported to this round wrestling ring with like you know lights for the ropes and just surrounding you and you surround you you bust out of your school clothes into like a like some kind of a weird armor and and you know first of all like for controls like when you're in the school like it tells you on the screen it's like yeah use the touch screen use the control you know use the 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 the, the, the touch pin and make it so that's how you navigate like this world and they, what you do there's a map on the bottom screen and you touch it and your character goes to, like these places and it's just really slow and just awful <laughs> but then it's I, like that Yoshi game on Nintendo Land you like draw where you want to go yeah. kind of thing? actually kind of but that's way better okay <laughs> but less accurate yeah I mean this just was, wasn't that great for that and then you know it's still like a d- digital um Oh, I'm sorry, like an analog like uh, system when you're like walking around because you still have to like hold B to run in these While situations. The well, if you, I, I just gave up on that and I started using the circle pad, so you can use that to control <laughs> your guy too. Because yeah, and then yeah, then, uh, you know during these fights, it's really weird because you cannot, as far as I can tell, I I don't know if I ever want to play this thing again to find <laughs> out, but you can only use like the the touch pen to like draw. Or just to, like, you basically touch something, and then you just character goes right towards it. And there's this money and shit just, like, spread it all over the place, and you're supposed to gather all this money so that you can use it to, like, attack the enemy and stuff. And I don't know, it's just a really bizarre system. And you have to, you know, to do attacks, you got to be up close enough, and then there's, like, an attack button that you press on the touchscreen, and then you can choose, like, a different attack. And the more money it costs, like, the more effective that it is on the enemies. It's, it's, it's really bizarre, and like I said, this... I, it's kind of a cool idea, but just the... I'm kind of over touch, like, touch screen to control stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. It's, it feels a bit like, you know, last generation DS, doesn't it? Yeah, because, dude, I could not get into Phantom Hourglass because of the touch controls. I just gave up. I hate Star Fox DS. Whatever, Star Fox Command, whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. I hate it because of that. And I just, I just never really like that type of gimmicky yeah. stuff. Drawing paths never... It doesn't really work out. I mean... It's just not fun, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, it was like Diablo or something. You're just like, click, and you go there or something. That's a little bit different. But this is just, 
weird and yeah. wasn't too fun. I don't. I wasn't really impressed. But um, another game that I who, kind of, who made Hero Bank? It's Sega directly. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's an yeah. internal Sega okay. thing. Um, but after that, I played um, a little game called Maple Story that I think that a lot of people out there have probably oh, yeah. heard of. And this it's is a like browser game, isn't it? Yeah, but I guess they, there's a there's one on the original DS, and this mm-hmm. is like a sequel. It's uh, what's the Japanese title? Unmen or something? It's like Fate, G- Girl of Fate, or something. Unmen or Shoujo, and um, I don't know. But it's it's I never played any of these games ever before. So it's like you're the, you're the girl, and you're talking to these panda people. <laughs> and, it's, uh, it's not a Harvest Moon type game. No, no, no. It's okay. like a side-scrolling beat 'em up. <laughs> it's exactly like Harvest Moon. <laughs> it's Harvest Moon. Um, it's like a side scrolling beat 'em up, and in, in, in this uh, demo, it's like you're supposed to help out these panda dudes by beating the crap out of some other bad guys, and I think trying to find something for one of the pandas or something is <laughs> a little bit convoluted in that sense. But um, I don't know. I thought it was it was fine. It, it controlled fine. It's a really great looking, you know, two D game. Lots of like different planes for like the three D stuff. And is um, a, a remake? Or I don't know if it's a. Sequel I or? think it's a brand new game. And okay. this is like this is at the Sega booth, but it's like a Sega partner. The company's called Nexon. It's like a Korean company. Is it Maple Story colon something? Yeah, Maple Story colon Unmino Shoujo. Okay, like you know, Girl of Destiny or whatever the hell, and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but no, I thought I thought it looked great, and the controls pretty well too. But what really kind of bugged me, and maybe it's just my inexperience with this whole series, but attacks like always took magic power, and once you're out of magic power, you can't attack, <laughs> and it sucks if there's a screen full of bad guys and you can't do anything. You have to walk around. To you try, you can try or there's like a guy right on the ledge you're trying to get to, it doesn't knock your ass back down. <laughs> it's kind of annoying, but um, yeah. So that could be popular. It could be popular here in Japan. Um, I don't know if it'll ever mm-hmm. come out in the West. But uh, yeah. really, the last thing that I did play was uh, Hatsune Miku Project Mirai 2, which is the latest in uh, that series. And um, So is it button controls or touch controls? Both. Ah. Just like theater rhythm. I okay. mean, theater rhythm, whatever the hell you want to call it. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, it's the same thing, because I was really surprised. And actually, there was like no wait for the demo and that's one of the reasons I played it twice like played it once with the touch and I played it once with the physical buttons and if you, if you choose the physical button ones it's like basically if you've ever played Final Fantasy uh, Theatre Rhythm Theatre Rhythm Final Fantasy there's these stages called EMS stages event movie stages and the this little round cursor is going around in circles yeah, and you have to like hit it at the right time that's basically what this whole game with the movie playing in the yeah and this yeah. is what this is except you got Miku dancing and singing in the background and stuff your favorite type of music James <laughs> kill me now <laughs> no but um no it was really fun and uh like I said both ways worked out just fine and it's really weird because even on the button version like you know you could use you know the, all four face buttons to do mm-hmm. stuff or you could use four of the buttons that are well they, they on the touch screen they place like you know the buttons on there they divide it up into like you know four quadrants for like the buttons it's really weird I didn't even try it because it just looked really <laughs> confusing but uh, get your thumb strap on <laughs> <laughs> yeah I just still got that right <laughs> somewhere in America but um 
that just didn't seem like a good time. But I mean, you know, they, they both controlled great. I mean, the music's kind of, you know, it's, if you're into the music or you're not, that's just what it is. It is what it is. But um, no, it's, it's quite a bit of fun. I was really surprised because even when the first game came out, there was a demo that I downloaded and never played. <laughs> I mean, I at least played it. <laughs> I mean, I you know, it. Don, Don has always talked highly about this game and even probably encouraged me to play the demo that I never played. <laughs> but now I can honestly say that I played it and actually I thought it was really cool. Um, well, you guys are the, the rhythm game fans. Right? I guess so. And God. <laughs> and I guess this game's supposed to have all of the songs in the original one, I guess, and more. Or something crazy like that. I don't know. When you say original, I well, mean, there's I, so many. Yeah, I don't like... even know. I don't even know. <laughs> but from the last one. Yeah, from the last one on 3DS. Which, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that pretty much does it for everything I played on the first day. I'm just, okay. Yeah. So a bunch of 3DS games. Mm -hmm. A singular Wii U game. <laughs> yeah, that I'm probably not going to write about on the side because. Why would you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I should just give it another try. Like I said, I, I want to like this game. I want to, you know, Sonic Lost World. I just, from what I played, I didn't like it. Maybe the stage is just shit. I have no idea. But. Well, it's not the only thing. <laughs> not because of the way you told the stories, but like, there's literally nothing that you said that has interested me. <laughs> but like, that's just me. Hopefully people listening, you know, are interested in some of those games. But like... Yeah. That sounds like, you know, if I'd gone this year, I think I would have been bitterly disappointed. Yeah. I mean, you know, for me, personally, I was really, really excited to learn that that new theatrical game was there. Because, like I said, I absolutely loved the first one. Pleasantly surprised with Miku, that that was really interesting. Okay. So that's your top two, I guess, yeah. so far. And one other thing, I, I talked to you about this a little bit, James, before, but I did get to play Xbox One. Oh, yeah, if you want to talk non-Tender. Yeah, just, just a Go little ahead. bit. Because, what, did, um, what did you play? I, I played Rise... On the Xbox One, the Roman Colosseum thing. The Connect uh, game. The Connect. Added <laughs> controls to later. Brilliant. Walk up and down on the spot to walk yeah. forward. <laughs> so Put your hands in the air. I was running in place and dancing. Yeah. Now punch your cat to <laughs> activate the sword. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Good. No, but, <laughs> dude, I mean, it was so easy to get into play Xbox One. There's like a five-minute wait on this day. I imagine it's going to be a little bit harder tomorrow. And then, you know, they had Titanfall there, but I didn't want to wait like over an hour to play that. But um, anyways. Xbox One. <laughs> yeah. The dog, the dog edition. <laughs> Japanese joke. One, one. Yeah. It means woof, woof. Yes. So... They, were, they had a big presence then, Microsoft. They still oh, they, haven't given up. Yeah, I mean, actually I was surprised, because last year they weren't there at all. They just totally just said, no, well, no way. But they just came back this year, and they had a decent-sized booth. Are they not even releasing it this year, are they? No, I'm pretty sure it's next year. Probably, yeah, right? probably around that same time. But, what a um, waste of money, that is. Yeah, apparently Killer Instinct's there, too, and Ty's going to definitely like that. <laughs> that is bizarre. I mean, how many millions of dollars it would have cost to ship all that stuff over... Set it all up, you know. Get did they with the Japanese editions or uh, no? Well, I mean, there really wasn't. Well, there was there was a lot of speech and all that stuff was in English. And actually, come to think about, it, all the text and stuff was in English too. The, the, what what we played. Plus, is going to annoy Japanese gamers. So. Yeah, because I it was a <laughs> multiplayer demo that they had there, not like a single player demo that a lot of people might have saw. But it's just like you know, you're fighting in these gladiator pits and stuff, and I'm I'm teamed up with another guy who's mm -hmm. Japanese and kept dying. Well, he's <laughs> like, never seen an Xbox before. Probably. He's like, ooh, I just wandered in here. <laughs> you know? 
And uh, no, I was playing with him. I had to keep reviving him and stuff. But actually, like the producer of the game was there because just some guys like walking around. And I was just like, hey, he kept giving me tips. He's like, oh, this is like a bug, and this is, keeps happening. <laughs> and it, uh, some like weird stuff is happening. But you know, it's like event press event or whatever stuff. Some of that stuff happens. We'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's coming out in like a month. Never <laughs> mind. Yeah, but um, no, it's cool just kind of talking to him about you know the game and stuff like that. And so is that the only Xbox? That's the only one I played. I was gonna try to catch to catch it before I uh, left the show floor because I think they had. Well, I think even on the public days, there's not going to be many people. Probably not. So, I mean, yeah, if I have some time and the desire, <laughs> maybe I'll try to play something else too. So what a uh, PS4? Did you? I did not play any PS4. The Sony booth is freaking huge. It's like. Almost the size of, almost the length of like over half of one of the halls, <laughs> which is, I don't even know how many meters or. It doesn't matter how big it is, it's not a big enough apology for delaying <laughs> the system till next year, is it? Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, they had, you know, they had PS4 stuff, PS3 stuff, Vita, and also Vita TV was there, so I got to see yeah. that, and I mean, that thing is so freaking small, it is ridiculous. And it does look interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's yeah, it's a good idea. I think Nintendo should do something like that for the next console. Like yeah. have a kind of a, a small system that you know connects with a handheld. You know, because yeah. I don't think they're going to do a big kind of HD box again, are they? After the Wii U, I don't think so. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's really weird. And <laughs> anyway, that's just my thought. So I guess that's it. That's it. So you get any cool swag? Oh my god! I okay. <laughs> Aside from just. Um, taking pictures of a bunch of booth babes because I thought maybe some of you guys out there would like that. I, you know, come on, who doesn't like a beautiful woman dressed scantily clad or whatever? Well, I guess there are some people that don't, but whatever. You know, for those out, but anyways, that's okay. Um, I wonder if Daniel will edit that bit out. No, I'm just going to keep it in. Just keep the rambling in. No, no um, there was this really cool... I, I went to the swag area on today because, oh my God, if you, in this one hall they have like food and swag. And on the public days, it's just, like, full of just people. You can barely even move. Mm -hmm. It's terrible. But, you know, on the, on the business days, it's great. You can walk around freely. It's quite peaceful, isn't it? It, it is. Compared to the rest of the show. It's incredible. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm going tomorrow. <laughs> but, um, no, it's, it's, it was really cool. I found this little shop that was selling, like, Nintendo plushies. And they, oh, yeah, that's their review. Right? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Because I, I guess last year I didn't really wander over there. But they had this limited edition, like, Kirby towel set or something. I don't even know what it was, but the girl has told me, she's like, yeah, this is limited edition TGS. I was like, yes, I'm buying this. <laughs> oh, really? Where is that? Yeah, it's in the other room. Cool. <laughs> but maybe if you look at your screen right now, James, oh, see there it right is. there? Oh, right okay, there. cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I got that. There it is. It's like, you know, 12 bucks or something. And um, something, well, I went to the Capcom store because uh, I, I knew just with the release of Monster Hunter 4, which I don't have, <laughs> that... You learned, finally. Yeah, Stop buying games you don't like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, God, trust me, uh, it's part of me is like, oh, I just, I just want to get it, let's write a little bit about it, and it'll be totally worth it. I mean, 50 bucks for a game I play for an hour. I'm sorry, it's, it's not. <laughs> if I got it for free, that's a completely different thing. Um, no, but they have a really, really awesome Monster Hunter 4 case. Like, it looks like a leather case for your 3DS XL. Mm -hmm. And it's really cool looking. I still haven't opened it up, so I have no idea about the quality of the thing, but it looks awesome. All right, you got an American XL. Yeah, yeah, so I got, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got an American XL, too. That's another story, something that happened last month. Um, but, cool. Uh, 
Anyway, yeah. You'd have to download all your games, <laughs> so you'd have to pay for shipping. Right? Yeah, yeah. I had to get a bigger SD card than for my American one. But, Just don't um, lose the system. Yeah. You're screwed. <laughs> Literally screwed. Yeah. Japanese police report. No police report. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, so that that pretty much covers it for the first day for me, man. Just. So tomorrow you're going to meet up with Ty and... Uh, Hopefully meeting up with Ty. Check out some cosplayers. Check out some cosplayers and then go home early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. be interesting to see if there's more or less than last year. Because there, yeah. there was like a... There was a lot last year. A lot of people last year, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like La biggest yeah. in a while. Yeah, exactly. Last year I think it was... I think one of the days was like 90,000 or something. If not that, it was like 86,000. I mean, it's, you know, it was like a population of like a reasonably sized city. Because <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> people are going to want to play the PS4 because yeah. they're not going to be able to play it until next year. Yeah, maybe I could try to use the power of the press to skip in front of line. <laughs> Just kind of, I'm with the Nintendo World Report, I need to play the PlayStation 4. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That'll work. Yeah. I've, I've got in front of lines before with stuff <laughs> like that. It's really weird. What do they have for the PS4? I don't even know because I, <laughs> I walked over there once and I was like, because it was really weird how they had the lines at the Sony booth. It's like, you see like everybody like just standing outside of the booth, and then you're like, okay, is this the line? And then you see the signs like, nope. And then you like walk around the booth, go take a left, take another left, <laughs> and then go way back there. And it's like, I don't want to go all the way over there. Yeah. I've seen line, like you have to line up to get to line up. Yeah. To line up somewhere else. That was kind of like Puzzles and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. If you line up four times in a row, you get to have Combo. a chance. <laughs> One in five chance of getting to play the game. <laughs> well, I guess we'll hear about that in the next segment with Ty. Yeah. So. Okay. So I'll say goodbye at this point. And uh, yeah, Danny, thanks for telling me about TGS. Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Really yeah, great. No and problem. For all the rest of you out there, you'll be hearing my voice, whether you like it or not, in a couple more minutes anyway. So <laughs> enjoy this musical break while you still can. Woo! Laters. Hey there, Danny here from the Famicast. It's day two of the Tokyo Game Show. And right now I'm here with Ty, and we were kind of both meandering about the show floor, playing a few, well, <laughs> one thing. Playing a game. Playing a game. So, um, Ty, so what was really your focus here today to play? Well, let me think about that. It was Killer Instinct. <laughs> you at fighting games? I don't believe it. Yeah, well, I mean, Killer Instinct... You know, it, it's been more or less my favorite game for, like, good lord, almost 20 years. Like, I wanted the sequel so bad. Every year. Every year. It never happened for 17 years. And, like, I don't know if I was just ready to, to give up or what, but <laughs> it finally happened this year. This, mm -hmm. this is the year. Yeah, and it's kind of tucked away on the Microsoft booth. I, I didn't even know where it was. I was hanging out around the booth, like, on the back, and Ty's like, hey, come play Killer Instinct. And I was thinking, uh, okay, I have to find this. And, oh, there it is, kind of deep and buried, but hey. Yeah, yeah um, like, I don't even know if the game is going to come out in Japan, 
like, I don't know. Well, they said the, the 360 is, I mean, the Xbox One, I'm sorry. <laughs> the Xbox One isn't going to have uh, any sort of region locking, so I guess you, a Japanese buyer would be able to snag it. But I'm still kind of wondering about that because they never released Killer Instinct here before. And also, there, there's this, uh, I don't know if it's a rumor or, or some hearsay or what, but I heard from a guy that knows things <laughs> that in Japan, Capcom has uh, like a patent or a copyright on uh, six, like six button fighting games. Like, you know, with that layout, three punches, three kicks. And that may have been part of the reason why Killer Instinct never came out here. I don't know if this is true or not. I'm going to try to uh, look into this farther. Or maybe someone out there in podcast world knows. Like, I, I, I'm not an expert on Japanese copyright law. I'm sorry. I am. Really? No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. Who knows when the Xbox One is coming out in Japan. But it has a pretty big presence here on the floor. Yeah, I was honestly surprised. I knew Microsoft was coming to the show this year, and you know, last year they weren't here at all. And you know, there's a lot of 360 stuff out there too. Um, yeah, it's tons of stuff. Titanfall is actually pretty big, pretty big. I don't know if it's a hit, but I mean, a lot of people are lining up and queuing up. Even yesterday on like the business day, I mean, there's still like at least like 90 minute lines and stuff. So yeah, there's definitely some kind of interest here. It's probably the robots. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love giant robot games with the anime and the pew pew pew. <laughs> No, I don't, but Japan does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like I said, I met up with Ty here at the basically Killer Instinct section of, you know, the Microsoft booth, and Ty, like, is coming away from it. Like, what what do you like about the game? What what do you think is different? Or is it the things just ridiculously the same, or what? Um, let's see. I could spurg out for a long time <laughs> about fighting game mechanics, but I'll, I'll try to keep it short. Like, it does play on the nostalgia bit, and it also borrows from Street Fighter a lot, but like the old ones did. You know, it's a six-button game. You have, like, the same kind of special moves. Like, Jago has almost the same set of special moves as, you know, Ryu. But, you know, in Killer Instinct, it's got those long combos. Like, you do your special move, you hit a button, you get some extra hits for free, and... That's super important that, like, you have to do that. Mm-hmm. It, especially in, like, this build of Killer Instinct. Like, s- single hits, normal moves, they hardly do, like, any damage at all. But, like, you get a long combo, and uh, you you basically cash in all your damage on Enders. Like, a nice showboating move to finish your combo. And the longer your combo is, the more damage it'll do. So, yeah, you have to learn the combo system... Which is actually probably the easiest version yet for Killer Instinct. Like, you can, instead of, like, having to know which button to hit, like in Killer Instinct 1, or just hitting, like, uh, the next strength down in Killer Instinct 2, you just hit any one you want, and you will get your auto-double. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not really a fighting game guy. I mean, I could play them. I'm definitely not, like, proficient or anything, but I did, like, get tied down, like, halfway and, like, one health bar after he kicked my ass well <laughs> shortly thereafter but you know hey that's that progress for me yeah I mean I, I don't think this game is actually going to be too hard to learn how to play like I said I, I think it's easier to get than the, the original Killer Instinct games yeah I, I didn't really play too much of those I think I had some friends that might have had one or the other but 
Yeah, maybe like a rental type of thing. Yeah. But, I mean, I showed you how, how to do a basic combo, and you did it, like, in, like, five seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's not, yeah, it's definitely not hard to pick up. So. Yeah. So, you know, if you can play Street Fighter, you can play Killer Instinct. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're me and you can play Smash Brothers, well, okay. You can play Saber Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah, so... What other, I guess, what other games do you kind of have your eye on that you want to play? Um, well, for games, like, actually at TGS? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Hatsune Miku on 3DS. Yeah, yeah. Going to try to check that out either today or tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 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 I was just going to, like, peruse. Like, like there's a lot of Japan-flavored games I don't like. <laughs> like, the ones with lots of stats. I don't like stats. Mm-hmm. I don't like numbers. <laughs> I don't like digits. <laughs> so, like, hitting a guy with a sword and watching numbers fly out, it's not my thing. Yeah, dude, understandable. Not not, not for everyone. Oh, 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 I heard uh, Guilty Gear is here. Really? Guilty Gear Exert. Yes. The, on the floor? I think so. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. I'm going to look around. Huh. But, yeah, Guilty Gear. That Last I checked, they had uh, two more characters in... And they were I know and well I guess Eno and what's his name Axel. Mm-hmm. Yes, if you like those characters, they're in Guilty Gear Exerd for three. The aptly named Guilty Exerd. Gear Egg Salad. <laughs> yeah, cool. Well, um, yeah. I mean, I think you know Project Me- or. Uh, uh, God, what the hell? Oh my God, I love Miku. <laughs> yeah, Hatsune Miku too. It's, it's really cool. I, I played it the other day. I talked about it with James in the previous segment. But uh, yeah, man, if you like Miku, it's cool. It's you know that same Vocaloid type of stuff. And if you're into that, hey, man. Yo, we got some Hatsune Miku stickers. <laughs> yeah, we, with our pizza over at Domino's. <laughs> yeah, apparently it's a thing for Domino's Pizza to give away stickers for Hatsune Miku. I mean, it's cool. Hey, just stick them all over my Wii U. I'm going to put one on my fight stick right now. Oh. Wait, you bought a fight stick? No, no. I I carried it with me. Okay, okay. I keep it with me at all times. Okay. (laughs) Wow. And actually, Ty, so you're going to, like, you talked about it the other day, or the other day, (laughs) on the last month's podcast, but um, what is it that you're actually going to tonight? Ah, I'm going to Final Round Bats. It's a monthly tournament for fighting games in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly Marvel. And uh, also Flavor of the Month games and stuff, but it's like the Marvel scene for Tokyo. Hmm. Cool. And there's going to be, like, what, the million pizzas, too, that you had said the other day? Oh, yeah, they said they were ordering 100 pizzas. Great. It's kind of a special occasion since a whole bunch of TGS people are, are in town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be, like, three or $4,000. <laughs> For pizza. So. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they got, like, a bulk discount or something. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Hmm. Cool, man. Well, um, I think that actually might wrap it up for, I guess, day two of TGS. Oh, look at some of these stickers I have. Actually, Ty does have some pretty rad stickers on there. <laughs> Game bar, A button. We talked about it in the past. Really rad bar, Nakihabara. What do we have there? Time wizard. Time wizard? What? What's a time wizard? It's from Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, <laughs> it's the most retarded <laughs> card. What? Random. Random. 
Random. Okay. Yeah, Mega Ran, aka Random. There we go. That guy that does the Mega Man raps. He was awesome. I saw him in Tokyo like uh, a couple months ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. Cool. Oh, I got the genie. <laughs> yeah, this thing is totally decked out. You guys should see this. Maybe I should take a picture and just put it in the podcast, the enhanced version. If you're looking right now, you can actually maybe see a picture of it. All right. Um, yeah. So I guess finally that's going to do it. So Ty, thanks for taking time out of the busy day. I know it takes a million years to play anything on yeah. the public days. So, yeah. Uh, my pleasure. Yeah. All right, man. Peace. And welcome to the last segment of this month's Famicast. This is Danny again, and I'm here, joined here by Don. Hello. I don't have a song for you, so unfortunately. Oh. Well, we have a couple of different things to talk about here towards the end of the show. And uh, I thought we can first kick off things with Monster Hunter 4, because Don has bought the game. And I'd imagine he's probably played it for more than 30 minutes, like I probably would have done if I would have bought it. But, um, yes. <laughs> that's, I guess, that's, still, that's still your record, Danny? 40 minutes? Oh, no, no, no. I think I played like an hour, and I think maybe two hours of the Wii U one or something. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I do realize that you need to put in more time to do it. I just, I just can't Congratulations. Uh, Thank very you. proud of you. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, you played a lot of Tri-G, a.k.a. Uh, Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate, right? Uh, I, I played I played Tri, Tri-G, um, Tri-G... Um, on HD version, I play uh-huh. uh, both versions of are free ultimate. So uh, <laughs> I played every single version of free. Okay, so I guess what are some of the biggest differences that you noticed? I mean, aside from maybe stuff that has been publicized and whatnot, um, or even including that stuff as well, like in terms of like improvements or just stuff that's just overall better. Like, what are some things that you've seen that you really like? In I four? think the I, th- I think the biggest one is that. I don't know. I don't know how much you played, but you realize that those first few hours are like this gigantic tutorial. Oh yeah, I know. I know. That's why I this, probably gave this, up. <laughs> this tutorial in this particular game is done in roughly forty minutes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. After those forty minutes, and those are uh, this introduction mission, which is actually really, really cool. <laughs> um, you are on this boat, and you have to. Um, get cannonballs and shoot a big monster down with a cannon, so you get introduced to the mechanics that way as well. Um, And how you use the camera. And after that, you get two introduction missions, so you know what to do in the future. Mm -hmm. And then after that, they they push you aside and said, hey, go to this hub where you also go for, like, multiplayer missions Mm -hmm. and run wild with it. Which was like a big shock to me. It was like expecting having this two three hour grind to it. Which uh, that's the biggest problem I have with like Monster Hunter Three in itself. Mm-hmm. That they never did something about that grind because it becomes so annoying after the first two hours. Mm-hmm. And then when you, when you finally reach that final third hour, it, it becomes like this. Ah, oh, finally. <laughs> and and with here, I had never had that moment. It was like, 
40 minutes and I'm ready. Huh, that's um, that's pretty fast. Yeah, that definitely sounds a lot more appealing and maybe even more accessible to guys like me, guys that are like, you know, I, I don't, you know, I have mad respect for the series, but it's just, man, I don't know if I want to put in, like, that much time just to get used to something, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's probably why I gave up on both, you know, the 3DS version and the Wii U version, but, uh, yeah. I can understand people for people what it is, but it feels now hard to go back for me to any version of Free Ultimate at this point in time, uh-huh. because it, it 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 does it so inherently different and more natural mm-hmm. um, that you're thinking from how could I have been this dumb with with Tri G? <laughs> hmm. How didn't they see this coming? Hmm. Um, and it's like I I just got through the first two missions and then. I already got to do like any mission almost in the first star rank. Mm-hmm. Um, I could choose any weapon because they have now this option where you can like buy a base set of any weapon that you want to try. Okay. And then they have, there's an option for that, and then after that you can still upgrade your weapons with materials that you find, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, okay. In this very small hop town, um, so they are very quick of letting you go and just running wild with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And just Doing what you want to do with it, which is yeah, which is way way nicer. Um, of course, you still have like the the, up- the upgrade missions for your ranks and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, but they are very close, very far between them. So there's still the room for you to do whatever you like, mm-hmm. which I really find better. And like the progress, like there were like. Two different progress for online and for for your regular uh, single player component, mm-hmm. uh, where you would have different upgrade systems and what you would get in that upgrade period of time. Um, in this game, it it seems now all like all one progression. So if you finish like a mission in multiplayer or alone, it doesn't it does affect the the other half as well. Okay, well that's that's good to, yeah. good to hear. So it's more of a streamlined game. I don't mm-hmm. think it's necessarily a longer one in this regard because you're doing the same stuff. Okay. Um, but it, it makes you go through the game like a lot quicker. Okay, that's good. Hmm. Now, I, I guess in terms of like just the game world, is it bigger? Is it more fleshed out? Does it look better? Um, the the world itself looks a lot. It looks a lot nicer. Um, okay. I think it. it feels like a more natural fit for the 3DS. Mm-hmm. the ground textures are a bit still, like, dodgy. Okay. Uh, really, really <laughs> dodgy yeah. in that I, regard. Um, I remember I remember those on uh, Tri-G on 3DS, and, well, heck, even on the, you know, Wii U version and stuff. It's, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, especially on the Wii U version, I mean, it was, it was, yeah, it was HD, but, I mean, it was, like, these low-res assets, just crystal clear. Well, even with the Wii U one, you could see that in the distance it looked really nice. And oh, like yeah. Some environmental stuff looked really good, but if you looked at the ground textures, it was like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's still it's a bit similar in that fashion. I think like the scenery is, is still a lot more impressive than like previous games. Also a lot more colorful. Uh-huh. There's a lot more colorful environments in this game and more varied. Okay. Uh, but I still think that the ground textures could have been better. Okay. Like, how about character models? I mean, are they like a step up from the previous game, or? Um, not too much. Um, 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 they have more facial features. Okay. They have more features to customize your character, but it's 
not necessarily completely better. I mean, I, I kind of expect it for a handheld, and that's okay. Yeah, um, sure. So I, I feel alright about it, but it's not necessarily that it's better. Yeah, I mean, honestly, when I when I first played uh, Monster Hunter Three Ultimate when it first came out here in Japan, two thousand eleven Christmas or whatnot, like I thought it, you know, I thought it looked pretty good, and I thought the three D effect, um, you know, was just a really kind of a nice addition, especially you know, like you said, you're looking at the stuff in the backgrounds, you can kind of get a, a sense of depth to this stuff. But just don't yeah. look at the ground texture that's right under your feet, and you'll be fine. Um, but I, f- I personally feel that Monster Hunter only has that problem. Hmm. Like it, 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 we both played EX Troopers, and everything right. in that looks in that game looks simply amazing. Oh yeah, X Troopers is freaking amazing in many yeah. many different ways. Yeah, um, but but you can pick up parts about Monster Hunter that not necessarily are thought out too well, and that sells them way better, which is such a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess at this point, like, how long have you played the game, and do you what rank are you at, and what who are you, cho- what class are you choosing to play as, all that type of um, stuff? I'm currently at the the free star missions. Okay. Um, I think I'm roughly fifteen hours in. I mean, okay. I, I played it on enough. I, I mostly played when I'm I'm on a, on a commute during the train. Mm-hmm. Um. So. I haven't necessarily played with anyone online yet, so okay. I, may, I still have to try that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I'm enjoying myself. Um, the one that I usually find myself going with are like the two tinier swords. Okay. Um, you start off with like your shield and and middle class sword, but um, I don't know. I didn't find it always the way the most effective way to go, and like the large sword is also like pretty heavy to take around with you yeah. so i found like those two middle swords like a nicer mid-ground really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're way faster in like control and how you move across the environments if you're using them okay hmm. cool well um <laughs> you know if i if i'd play this we would probably have a, a lot more of an engaging conversation <laughs> about this but um I, I guess you know at this point do you have any other like final thoughts about this game that you want to share with everybody or just something that you think about that it's just totally uh, awesome or anything like that or I, th- I think I t- talked about everything that I really liked really um, for I want people to if they have a Japanese 3DS it's a way <laughs> better game than the previous one so you possibly should go and play it mm-hmm. cool it's, it's a way faster game in that regard too so yeah, that definitely does sound a lot more appealing. Cause, I mean, Jesus Christ, the, the the freaking grind is what really got me, and I didn't even play for that long. <laughs> yeah, you didn't even like, like some people didn't even survive the grind, and you were one of them. Yeah, you, you just have a T-shirt saying, "I didn't survive the grind." That's fine. I didn't want I... want one time sinking. Bye. <laughs> you know, I, here in Japan, like at a, a store that's called uh, Uniqlo. Um, it's like, you know, clothing store or whatever, but they have like Monster Hunter shirts. They should have ones for people like me. Is that like, yeah, I couldn't do this. <laughs> you know? I didn't survive the grind. Yeah, that'd <laughs> be perfect for me. I might actually buy that. <laughs> mm. But Monster Hunter shirts, you say, huh? Yeah, yeah, Monster Hunter shirts, man. Like, probably like 10, 12 bucks, 15 bucks, something like that. Um, Jesus, I want one now. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes they even have like underpants and stuff like that too. Um, oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, anyway, speaking of underpants, uh, let's go ahead and move on to the news. Yes. Um, so, uh, you know, I kind of just wanted to touch on the, the sales just briefly this week. 
Um, as of the time of recording, I don't think the most recent, like basically the previous week sales are available, but what we do have is, are the sales for basically whenever Monster Hunter 4 first came out. And I think this is really bananas in a sense, but I mean, kind of, you know, expected in a way, I just didn't think it was going to be this high. So Monster Hunter 4, it came out on uh, September 14th and this is sales. These sales are from, you know, September 9th to September 15th and Monster Hunter sold like somewhere between 1.7 and 1.8 million copies mm. physically, you know, in like yeah. a day, <laughs> a day or yes. two. That's, that's freaking crazy. And yeah. um, like I said, this is not including digital sales. So who knows, you know, what that number is definitely, well, maybe not definitely, but probably over 2 million and just, you know, a couple of days. That's, that's bonkers, man. So. Yep. Um, then on top of that too, that same week, you know, 3DS was kind of moving along too because, more than likely because of Monster Hunter. So about 276,000 units kind of went through, and uh, the lifetime to date for 3DS here in Japan, 12.5 million. So it's climbing and climbing, like we kind of talked about, getting closer and closer to that 13 million. Um, so I, th- I, th- I think if I had to guess anything, I think it would have surpassed uh, Wii this week. Okay, wow, yeah. Be- because um, they were insanely close last I checked. I think... Um, in the last charts, they were less than 100,000 away from one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm looking at it right now. It looks like it is just, like, about 100,000 away from catching the Wii. Um, maybe I, th- a little, I, th- it, I, th- I think it has um, surpassed it. Probably by now. I mean, this this data is basically, like, a couple of weeks old. So if it hasn't surpassed it, it's, like, right there, even with it. So, um yeah. I, I I remember some. Oh yeah, I, I talked to. I saw some tweets from uh, Dave uh, Gibson, mm-hmm. who um, who just reported on the stuff of this week. Okay. And okay. He, and he and he said uh, Japanese game sales last week. Monster Hunter Four sold three hundred forty-two thousand in the first week, um, after one hundred eighty-eight million in the first two days, making it up to two point thirty-one million. Wow, okay. And, and uh, the three S hardware was indeed surpassed now we lifetime sales as it sold one hundred seventy four thousand last week. Okay, right on. There it is. Yeah. So boom, three D S marching on. So um I guess in terms of news there's a couple other little bits that we wanna touch on here and uh the first one actually deals directly with Monster Hunter Four and Don, I'll let you um kind of expand upon this because I'm I'm not really I'm just saying, you probably know a little bit more about this than I do. <laughs> but um, Yes, I do. I, I watch the direct live. So, <laughs> so you know, Monster Hunter 4, it, it's going to get costumes from Mario, Luigi, and Link. And the Mario and Luigi costumes are going to be available at any 7-Eleven throughout Japan. And then the Link costume is going to be available a little bit later. And, I mean, it's... I just saw, like, a, I think a video clip of this. I mean, you got the, the shield and the sword and all this stuff. It looks incredible. It actually kind of made me think, maybe I should buy this game. But I I, I didn't give in to whatever so that is. So <laughs> I'm going to explain this. Do it. So you, you have your cat companions, the felines. Mm-hmm. Uh, those can wear Mario and Luigi costumes. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> Um, okay. And then you have the link costumes with one is with the sword and shield and other is with the bow. Okay, yeah. Um, and both of these are available at Seven Eleven and will be available later as a download. Okay. Now, I, 
you know, it seemed like well, in the trailer and crap that I had seen of this or the video clip from the Direct, it looked like they had missions that were specifically, you know, Zelda-esque. Is that just a coincidence, or is it... No, they just, just use the environments of other of other places. Okay, okay. There will be missions, though, but I'm not sure if those missions will be set in those. Okay, interesting. Because, yeah, I mean, it looked like Zelda. <laughs> I mean, it looked great. It looked like a lot of fun. But, yeah, um, uh, the, 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 the Link costumes looked pretty good. But yeah. now that you've seen that video, by the way, those is how the environments look. And okay, good. yeah. 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 A uh, lot more colorful uh, again, um, but yeah, that's really it about it. They look mm-hmm. nice, I guess. They look weird on the cats, but they're still awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, pretty cool. 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 Um, next up, so this is something that kind of actually I saw me Noru he had picked this up earlier in the month, and then I, I checked Nintendo's site. I think around the same time, and well, the three original 3DS units here in Japan were kind of. Discon- well, not kind of. They were definitely discontinued. Uh, the Cosmo Black, which is basically one of the launch units, Ice White, and then can, can I can you interrupt this for just a moment? Go for it. So you're saying that uh, I, I will continue a sentence that also Pisty Pink was discontinued in Japan. Sorry for that. No, no. But Cosmo Black and Ice White, they are now directly replaced with two 3DS units that are completely similar. Exactly. And I was going to get to that because I mean. When I saw them cancel that, I was thinking, holy crap, well, now there are only three 3DS models here in Japan. It's like a really bright, off-the-wall pink, and then a blue, and then I think a, maybe a red or something. Maybe nothing. But, I don't remember. But really, can you explain to me what the difference are between those uh, two? Okay, because I, kind of, I was kind of wondering the same thing, and I, I was checking around the internet like today, and um, basically, <laughs> I mean, it's just so, like negligible. I mean, you can't really tell much of a difference unless you see these things side by side. And even then, it's really not that apparent. But from what I could tell, the new ones are just kind of like a little bit more shiny and glossy. And the like the black, for example, is like more black than the original one. And that could be because of like the three-tone color scheme thing. I, I really don't know. But um, yeah, the white one, I mean, it just looks a little bit more shiny. It's a little bit harder to tell any <laughs> any more of a difference there but um i, I, mean, I don't i mean i have a wide regular one i'm holding it next to the screen next to a picture of it and uh-huh. i don't see a damn Dude, big difference yeah I, I really don't understand that <laughs> that it's like okay you're gonna discontinue a model that's fine but then bring out essentially the same exact thing that's weird but yeah i don't know well i mean because at first i was kind of worried i thought they're gonna be like well shit are they just totally just running away from the original unit i mean because you know, we don't have 2DS here in Japan, and we're not going to get it, at least anytime soon. So, um... And I, I want to iterate to people, this is not like a difference between Cobalt Blue and Aqua Blue or Light Blue. No, no, no this no. is almost exactly the same freaking color. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, actually, if you look at your screen right now, I'll, I don't know how I can even try to do this, just flash them both back and forth. Maybe I'll try to figure something out, but, uh... I will make something in paint for you, don't worry. Okay. But it's they're ridiculously similar, and I, I know that you know there was that flare red 3ds that came out, and then they discontinued that, and now they have a something Met- I think metallic, metallic red. red. And it's like yeah. what the fuck? I mean, but, but you, at least you can see a difference. There. Yeah, that, that's I mean, like a that's like a different be, because, hue of, because metallic red is way more like Mario like than the flare red front. Right, right. It's just a completely different like hue of red. So. Yeah, <laughs> but here you don't see a damn thing difference. Yeah, that's really odd <laughs> but um 
anyway, I mean, that's, you know, the normal price of 3DSs here in Japan, 15,000 yen, and this is going to be coming out on October 10th for pure white and clear black, as they call them, the new colors. So, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah, a little weird, but... Yeah. So next up, Don actually kind of filled me in on this. I guess I just mm-hmm. completely missed this, but, um, you know, here in yeah. Japan... Actually, Don, do you want to just talk about this? Sure, I will talk about it. Um, So, NCL announced like two new bundles in Japan for the premium set, Mm -hmm. um, which they're basically saying that the original premium set is crap. (laughs) Kind of, pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, Yeah, and they're called Playability Family Bundles. So, the first SKU is 3,2800 yen. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, no, free 2,800 yen. Yeah, yeah 30,800. 30, uh, yeah. yeah, don't worry. Cool. Um, and that's a 32-gig Wii U, new Super Mario Bros. U, Wii Party U, a sensor bar, a remote, and 30 days karaoke. Yeah, that's pretty all right. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, but then you have the second bundle, which is roughly 350. Mm-hmm. Which is a 32-gig Wii U, new Super Mario Bros. U, Wii Party U, we fit you, sensor bar, a fit meter, a remote, a 30 days karaoke. Yeah, actually, that's not that bad either, if you think about it. I mean, I think a well, We Fit You isn't cheap exactly here in Japan. I no, pers- You can still get it free with a fit meter. Ah, there it is. But yeah. Fit, yeah, I think so, fit, so, yeah, go ahead. So you're basically getting the download version, which would have been free for you anyway, but then in a bu- already pre-installed on your system. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in either way, I'm kind of glad that they're actually doing some kind of a bundle because they're really, aside from like a special limited edition bundles, Monster Hunter uh, Tri G HD, which you know, uh, Monster Hunter Three Ultimate bundle, and then which came with the game Monster Hunter Ultimate, you know, all the shit that comes with regular premium units, and then like a cl- uh, pro controller, and it yeah. was like thirty eight thousand, like you know, goddamn near $400, and I bought one for some reason. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, then I think they had a Dragon Quest Ten bundle that apparently nobody gives a shit about Dragon Quest Ten on Wii U, so whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. Unfortunately. But, yeah, so this thing, I don't know, I don't think you mentioned it, Don, but, yeah, like, like it says, it comes out October 31st, and... Um, yeah, I mean, it just comes with basically all the regular stuff you get with the premium set, and then this extra stuff, these extra games, and yeah, the and, Wii and, Remote. And, and, and the stand for uh, Wii, uh, Wii Party U, which lets the, the gamepad be flat on the surface for the, oh. the tabletop games. Okay, okay. So that already comes with the game, but they include that with the sets as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's pretty hot. Um, like I said, kind of basically the first thing, and I, yeah, we'll see how that goes. That garners any interest here? Did, did, are, do you feel bad that that like a superior bundle is now coming out? Oh well, I, I like getting stuff right when they come out because I'm an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I don't know. It would have been nice to have something with this type more, more of this type of stuff. But I mean, honestly, I mean, I mean, I mean free games for the original price is pretty damn hot. Yeah, also thirty days karaoke also. So, yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty cool, too. Um, yeah, you have essentially four play, uh, pieces of software to play with. Yeah, pretty much. Um, that's... Pr- yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're pretty much giving away, like, we part you for free. Which yeah. you get you get free with a Wii Remote, but hey, that game is way bet, more interesting than the Wii Remote. <laughs> um, and that game is super fun. I played it so many times. I talked about it when a Wii came around that I really, mm-hmm. really liked that game. Mm-hmm. And it's, 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 it's kind of shocking to me that they're giving away that game with these, with these new bundles, but at the same time, that actually also makes it kind of exciting and maybe interesting for people who don't have a Wii U in Japan. Yeah, and I think having Mario in there too, that's another good move, because, come on, everybody likes Mario. And um, It's Mario, the best party game on Wii U, and Wii Fit. Yeah. So I don't really think you can complain about that. Pretty much. It's pretty, pretty all right. Um, yeah. <laughs> And I guess this last bit of news, it's kind of a bit of a downer, and I know that the RFN guys had talked about this, and actually Don and I had mentioned before the show, we hadn't had a chance to listen to it yet, but I know that they mm. did. But um, Hiroshi Yamauchi, former president of Nintendo, has passed away. He passed away at the 80, age of 85 uh, in Kyoto, mm. particularly, probably, well, supposedly due to some complications with like pneumonia as he was in the hospital and stuff. So, um, yeah... Uh, Don, yeah. anything you'd like to say about that, or um, you know, I, I was around when like the original news story hit about mm-hmm. this. Uh, at first, I couldn't really believe it because mm-hmm. that man has impacted, I think, everybody who listens to this show and everybody Nintendo website or anybody else out there, mm-hmm. because if he w- didn't did what he did, um, I think personally that nobody would be here. Yeah. I mean, the, the guy turned Nintendo from a playing card company uh, to the business we all know and love. Mm-hmm. And he did it very strict. He did his own way and he proved every single game in his first few years. Mm-hmm. He took his job very seriously. He was dedicated to it for 50 years. Mm-hmm. Um and he guided Nintendo from the Famicom to the GameCube. Mm-hmm. And he had struggles with that system and there were some health issues and then he stepped down. But he remained in that role which was so very important and led to things like the Nintendo DS. Mm-hmm. He has he has made Nintendo a better company because of it. Mm-hmm. And his legacy will outlive us all. He, yeah. he, I think we'll never forget the impact that he has made. Yeah. Um, of course, a new generation will not notice this and perhaps maybe not be as interested in Nintendo as we are. Mm-hmm. But we can never forget from where we came. And it all came back to Hiroshi Yamauchi. Yeah. Uh, I personally believe that he is the reason that we still have video games to begin with. Exactly. And that's what I was going to say. I mean, the whole reason for basically modern video games is because of him. You know, uh, pushing that that hardware and just, just God, just getting everything out there. It's pretty crazy to think that, you know, not just him. I mean, you know, there are people that he was working with that definitely, you know, made this thing a reality. But, I mean, just to have some kind of a vision to do that is incredible. But there, are, but there only are two people that are responsible for this industry, and they can honestly say that. The one of the first of which is, is Bushnell, mm-hmm. who is responsible for Atari. Right. And the other person is this guy. Yeah. They are the only two who can say that they founded the modern game industry. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know about you, but like when I first saw the news, I was like, what? Shit, no way, man. You know, it just sucked. Kind of just put a damper on my evening that time. I was like, man, that's really terrible. 
But yeah, I mean, you know, he, he's an old guy, and you know, I'm assuming he probably had a decent life, and I know that he loved Nintendo like pretty much more than anything, <laughs> which is crazy. And I'm just really glad that you know he did what he did to bring us where we are today. Well, in so. the beginning, he didn't he didn't even want to take over the company. <laughs> That's the ironic part because yeah, yeah. he was forced into it by his, his grandfather. Yeah, I read about and it, it, and that. It, he pretty much said from hey. If I want to be in this company, every everybody else of the Yamauchi family has to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what he did. Mm-hmm. And pretty quick, he got like this card deal for Hanafuna cards with Disney. Mm-hmm. And after that, he went from that to electronics. And that's how the company came to be, yeah. to what it is now. Yep. And actually, here just, I think, a couple of days ago, yesterday, it was Nintendo's, what was it, 100-something birthday. <laughs> yeah, okay, 124th birthday. Um, it's crazy. But, um, yeah, so I guess that about does it about Mr. Yamauchi. I mean, we could talk about this forever, but like I said, I know that you got at least you guys here that subscribe to RFN, you guys probably already heard a lot of great stuff about him and whatnot, so I think we'll just kind of end it there. And um, after this quick musical break, we're going to go ahead and close out the show. Right, and this is going to go ahead and bring the episode to a close, but before that, I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about the future of the Famicast. Um, mm. Basically, the show's been going on for, I think, two and a half years now, since uh, March 2011, and, um, you know, it's, it's been great. I, I, you know, we've had some different voices in and out and stuff like that, and, you know, Don was so kind to come in and really help us out a lot, and I... Trust me, I totally appreciate everything that, you know, he's done. But, um, yeah. you know, from this point, actually, I think we're going to be taking the Famicast in a new direction. And what that means is, well, you know, it's still going to be the show, like, every month and stuff like that. Can I, can I say it? Yeah, sure, sure. Um, I'm not a regular anymore. There you go. Um, this choice was came off the sun. I was... Can I tell this story? That's fine. Can I please tell the story? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so I was on my way to test the Nintendo 2DS at Nintendo. And, <laughs> and I got this mail from Danny from saying, Hey man, I'm going to take the show in another direction. I said, holy shit. I've... Oh wow, okay. Um, can we talk later? He forgot that I was in, <laughs> in the other side of the country. Yeah. So it took us a few days to, um, to talk about this proper. Um, but... He has some visions that I find very interesting and I would like to hear myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's good that when a show becomes too much of the same, which I personally feel that it did, mm-hmm. um, I feel that it's then a good decision to then move on. Mm-hmm. That's not to say I'm not going to be on the show never. 
Right. Um, right. Or that we're not going to never record a podcast together. Hell no. <laughs> if there's one guy I want to record a podcast with, it's Danny Bivens. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, uh, <laughs> because I can, no, I can, he, I know that he can wing it. Mm-hmm. I can. Um, but no, I, I respect that. I, I do think that it's a good idea. Um, mm-hmm. If, if we don't know if it will take off, that's a whole another thing altogether. But you don't know if you don't try. Right. And you know, like like Don just said, I mean, this doesn't mean that Don's never going to be on the Fantacast again. Because I mean, Jesus Christ, everybody knows that he plays like everything <laughs> that comes out, like not only in Europe, in America, but I mean, in Japan, everywhere. If you want to talk about a guy that plays a lot of games and knows his shit, this is Mr. Don Koopman, and that's for real. So, ah, yeah. oh, are you being too kind towards me? <laughs> no, no, no. It's true. So, no. I mean, yeah. So, there's definitely going to be times in the future where uh, you know Don's going to be back, and that'll be fun. And um, mm-hmm. but, like I said, I, you know, starting next month, I have a couple of fresh voices that I'd like to uh, come onto the show and mm-hmm. kind of just see where this thing goes from there. Um, so, yeah, and uh, I think you know it's going to be a lot of fun, and. I hope you guys out there enjoy this. So, yeah. Does, does, you're just going to let um, Ty gonna talk about Skullgirls for another hour, are you? <laughs> Ty's going to be Ty. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. But, you know, like I said, I guess, Don, unless you have any other, like, closing remarks or anything like that, man. Um. Yeah, I'm grateful that I could do this for two years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, um, that's the thing. I mean, Don has been on here for two years. I mean, it's yeah, he's been a big part of the Famicast history, if you I, if you want to say it like that. Um, I mean, I I, I can say this. Um, I did a podcast like many many years ago, which some people who are listening to this now are still aware of. Um, and I got never got to close that podcast. So for me, this is way better that I actually get to close it mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. there's still no final episode on that last one. Um. And to be honest, I, I feel so grateful that I got to do this for two years and talk about the games that I like, mm-hmm. even though in the first couple of months I always had fights with with James Charlton about the <laughs> the inner workings of Japan and Vocaloid <laughs> and Monster Hunter and every discussion in between. Yeah, you know, but, I, I uh, could I could tell you, Don, that um after playing the latest Hatsune Miku at TGS, I have kind of a new found respect. For Vocaloid, <laughs> at least in Great. that game, at least in that game, because it was really cool. The demo I played. Yeah, I like I, I like those games a lot, though. They, mm-hmm. So there you go. But I, going back to the point I wanted to make, I f- feel so much respect that I could talk about the games that I enjoy playing, which is a lot of Japanese stuff, really. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I still hold the record of talking about most actual on-topic stuff on the podcast. That is probably a true statement. I did talk about American football one time. <laughs> yes. And I never discussed the inner workings, except for a Wii U discussion, I ever discussed of the inner workings of European football. Oh. So, I should do that sometime, another cast. But, um, <laughs> no. Um, I, I'm happy about it. I was like, two years, that's a nice run. Um mm-hmm. I feel like the most fun moments were like on this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> just being dumb. Yeah, I feel yeah. I feel like our outrage at like the Xbox One 
uh, thing is still <laughs> the most amazing thing we ever recorded. <laughs> and I, f- I feel like you feel the same about it as well. Yeah, it's it's pretty all right, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's still the mo- most amazing thing we've ever recorded, and I feel people still should still listen to that. It, it's <laughs> it's still the most amazing thing that you will hear in some time. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, f- I think it's episode twenty-four. Um, yeah, so go listen. It's also a probably called Nagoshi Meets Punk. So. Oh yes, that one. I remember that one. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So. Please listen to that. Please listen to previous episodes. Please listen to the future. Um, we don't know what that will hold. But yeah. Why yeah. not check it out yourself? Exactly. I mean, it's there for you to check out. And if you're on the subscription feed or whatever, well, it's just going to arrive on your phone whether you like it or not. So, boom! Well, you're... well, if you, well the thing is, if you listen to this, you're, you're most interested in the Famicast anyway. That's probably true. So, cool. All right, man. Since since when episode was I was on? What now? Since when? Which episode? What was I on? I don't remember the number, but I believe it started in maybe October two thousand eleven. Something like that. It was the you know uh, fall two thousand eleven. I think think the first one was in December. Okay, it could have been December two thousand eleven. Okay. So yeah, that's almost two years. Yeah, man. So. What, what, what did I talk about back then? I can't even remember. Yeah, I don't even remember. Um, there must be something that I talked about. Taiko Drum Master, I believe. Probably, yeah. That sounds right. <laughs> it's the last Taiko Drum Master game I've played, I think, except for the 3DS one. So. Well, when the new one comes out on Wii U, maybe we can have you back on to talk about that if you get it. Well, you should talk. You get it as well so we can talk I'd, about it together. I'm kind of thinking about it. but um. Okay, sure. Cool. Video right. games. <laughs> yes. So, all right, I guess that's going to go ahead and bring the episode to a close. Um, I'll just go ahead and give you my Twitter handle. I don't have any interesting tweets. Uh, I'm at Danny Biv, and it's D-A-N-N-Y-B-I-V. And, Don, where can we find you at, man? Uh, you can find me at Nintendan. That's N-I-N-T-E-N-D-A-N. And that's my Twitter account. Go, <laughs> go look it up yourself, you bastards. Yes, there it is. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope you guys, you know, continue to listen to the Famicast in the future and see what we have in store. So thank you so much for listening. And Don, thank you for coming on for this segment, man. And yeah. you know, thank you for just all of your time and stuff that you had put in, you know, over the past couple of years. It's not we're going to stop. Somehow <laughs> this is never going to end. <laughs> yeah. So, we'll just end it right here then, just so this will end. So, alright. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, we're out of here, guys. Have a good day, night, whatever. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.